Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're exploring the book of 2 Peter and learning what it means to grow in grace. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to our last episode of Everyday Truth's study of the book of 2 Peter. Uh, we're in our last couple verses. I, I, I know I say this every time we get to the end of a, one of our books, but I really do feel as if we're, we're saying goodbye to an old friend for a while uh, because I've enjoyed spending some time with you and with, uh, uh, with the Apostle Peter in, in this book. And it's one of these things where, yes, it's the Word of God. We know that. But Peter just, uh, God used him. And Peter's heart in this book was, I don't want you to forget this stuff. I, I wrote this down so you'll always remember it. I made it a point so that even after I die, you could know all of this. So I, I feel like in a sense, as we've talked through these principles and made these applications, I feel like you know, Peter's somewhere up there in, in heaven just smiling. Why? Because this was his goal. And much more than that, this is the Lord's goal for you and me, that we would know his word, we'd be strengthened, we'd grow in grace. And we've uh, come full circle because we've started uh, our entire book talking about growing, growing in grace. And now we're going to end the book uh, with our theme verse. But before we do that, I want to show you on our last episode, not a coffee mug. Sorry about it, folks, but I'm going to show you a teapot. See that? I told you last episode that I had that mug uh, from my harvest days that had the picture of the of the uh, Locust Street building. Well, this is a picture of the Kenneth Avenue building. I don't know how well you can see that there, but uh, it's a teapot. We gave those away one year as a commemoration of um, just our time there that God used in that building, 2001 to 2009. I've also been drinking a whole lot of tea with my um, my recent bout with the minor bout, I should say, with the flu or whatever it was. So uh, that's in honor of harvest and in honor of my tea drinking here recently. Hey, let's jump right into the Bible. Second Peter chapter number two, verse number 17. So Peter, I think in just a wonderful stroke of apostolic love concludes the book by giving his dear readers a warning. Not, not a warning like, hey, I told you so, but a warning to say, hey, I've given you the word of God. I've highlighted God's promises. I've made much of truth. I've warned you about false teachers. They're going to be there. You can recognize them in these ways. They're, they're going to be scoffers. It's going to seem long and worrisome. Sometimes it's going to seem as, as if God's timetable is not right. But stay at it. Add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge. I mean, I'm going to tell you these things over and over again. And now watch what he says in verse number 17. He says, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before. I love that. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. So Peter says, hey, 
I've told you ahead of time what's going to happen. I've told you this world's going to pass away. I've told you it's going to melt away. I've told you that nothing material stays. I told you God's going to make all things new. I told you that God has his own timetable and there's coming a place and a time wherein dwelleth righteousness, where all things will be made right. And we look for and we hasten unto the coming of that day. There's coming a day when we'll be with Jesus. We'll see him face to face. Now I've told you all these things beforehand. Why? Because I want your knowledge of what's going to happen. I want your apprehension of the future to change the way you live in your present so that you don't fall from your own steadfastness. Now, can we fall from our salvation status? Of course we can. And can we fall out of the hand of God who has saved us? No, it's not our job to keep our salvation any more than it was our job to work out, to work our salvation. No, that's God's job. But, but what's the point? The point is we can fall from our steadfastness. We can fall from our faithful walk with the Lord. We can fall prey to the error of the wicked. We can be neutralized in our effectiveness and influence for Christ. We can lose rewards as we stand before Jesus one day. And these are horrible things. And so Peter said, so I've told you these great time-honored truths. I've emphasized the promises of God. I've reminded and reminded and reminded. Why? So that you don't fall from your own steadfastness. Hang in there. I hear, again, the words of the Apostle Paul. Peter just told us that, right? Last episode, Peter was saying, hey, the things I'm telling you, those are the things Paul told you. And I think about how Paul concluded his letter uh, to the Corinthians. When he said, be a steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that their labor is not in vain in the Lord. So he told that church, hey, you can be steadfast. You can be unmovable. You can be abounding as long as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord because the Lord's coming. You're going to stand before him. Paul had told them all about that in chapter number three. Now he's saying, be steadfast. That's what Peter's doing here. He told them all about that. Now he's saying, don't fall from your steadfastness. So, uh, what are the ways by which we can strengthen ourselves? What are the ways by which we can be onward and upward even in these dark days? Well, as I said, we're right back full circle to what we talked about at the very beginning of the book. Look at verse number 18. But, so don't fall from your steadfastness, but, but grow in grace. Now, by the way, that doesn't mean that you need more grace. You know, like I just grow in, in grace, like I, we just need more and more grace. No, grace is infinite. You're never going to get more grace in the sense that, you know, we don't have enough grace. You, all, you already have enough grace, but grow in the grace that you have. Grow in grace. Let grace be your motivation. Uh, let grace be your resource. God's unmerited favor, the riches of Christ, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So grow in the riches of, of, of God's grace in your life. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all of us. 
And it teaches us that we deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. We live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. We look for uh, the, the, the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what grace does. So grow. We grow as we, as we meditate upon the person of Christ. We grow as we consider uh, the riches of God at Christ's expense given to us. That's a good acronym for grace, by the way. God's riches at Christ's expense, grace. So grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Don't just learn more about Jesus in some kind of encyclopedia way. Don't learn more about Jesus in some kind of a biblical, trivial pursuit way, but learn to know, get to know him. That's what Paul said at the end of his letter to the Philippians, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. I want to know him. Uh, sometimes we talk about knowing him and making him known as the end all be all of the Christian life. It's so true. So grow in grace and in the knowledge of the full and, ex the full and complete experiential knowledge of Christ. You know, how do you get to know people in your life? You get to know them by, by observing them. That's what we do when we read the Bible, look for Jesus. How do you get to know people? You get to know people by hanging out with them. That's why it's important that we practice the presence of God in our life. How do you get to know people? You get to know people by talking with them. That's why it's important that we culture a real time of prayer and communication with God. How do you get to know people? You get to know people as you think their thoughts and see their perspectives. And that's what we ought to do as we meditate upon and allow the mind of Christ to rule our very thinking, our, our, our very lives. And so grow in grace and in, and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then uh, Peter so wonderfully proclaims, here, the, what Jesus deserves, to whom be glory, both now and forever. Amen. To whom be glory, both now and forever. Amen. Peter himself was about to die. And Jesus had told him that, oh, so many years before. It had been 35 years since Jesus had gone to heaven. And Peter had preached many a sermon and he had uh, suffered many a, a persecution, uh, many a persecutor's blow by now. Before long, he'll be taken to a, a place of execution. Historians tell us that he was to be crucified, but because he didn't want to be crucified in the same manner that Jesus did, didn't feel worthy, he asked them to crucify him upside down. And yet here's Peter in victory. Here's Peter with a, a note of, of, of glorious finality saying, Jesus deserves the glory, not only forever. And one day we'll be there and we'll see the streets of gold and there'll be every reason to sing with the heavenly choir, but both now and forever. Now he deserves the glory. In your darkest moment, when you're all by yourself, when it looks like Christianity is the laughing stock of society, Jesus Christ deserves the glory now and forever. Amen. And I say to Peter, amen. 
And so thanks for joining us. Appreciate your faithfulness to the podcast. Looking forward to jumping into a brand new book tomorrow. Hope you'll join us. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.